Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Oh, Before. yes. Oh, yeah. oh sorry. Oh, dear. Oh, wow. Clusterfuck. We need a chair, don't we? We need a chair to. Literally, what I was about to say who's the clerk, who's the officer, and who's the chair. <laughs> that is what we need to decide before we move on. I wondered how long it would be before that came up. It turns out, <laughs> no, just got out. No just got to get out of the way, haven't you? Just yeah. got to get out of the way. Please, can I be Jackie Beaver, please? Oh, actually, Jackie Beaver. Jackie Beaver. She's not. That's the. What's the porn version? <laughs> <laughs> they haven't done that yet. <laughs> Jackie <laughs> Beaver. <laughs> Jackie Beaver. Actually, I want to be Juliet's iPad. iPad. <laughs> is it Alan oh, yeah. who'd have to let back in as well? Yeah. Can someone let Alan back in? Of course it's Alan who's dropped out. Um, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, then, well, where, then where have, you, have been? you been? Yeah, but it's uh, but there's been an online storm, hasn't there, around a, a, a Zoom local council meeting. What was it? The Environmental Planning Department of somewhere? Something like that. Handforth so, Parish yeah. Council, yeah. And it's been all over, all over the uh, interweb. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. We got out of the way. Done. <laughs> Done that. Put, put Done that. that to bed. Uh-huh. Um, and what else? That's a good idea, actually. What else should we put to bed before we start the show? That is a great idea. Let's do that. Let's do that. Put some um, things to bed. Um, it's going to be cold. 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 Yeah, it is cold. It's been out in the snow oh, with the yes, dog. He was cold. confused at best. Yes. Uh, did did he enjoy the first uh, proper sort of snowfall last week? Uh, I don't know, because I didn't have him last week. Ah, uh, right, okay. Because I have a shared custody arrangement with my dog, as you know. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't have custody in the original snow, so. Right, okay. Uh, did, the reports you... were, couldn't give a shit about the snow, and I can sort of <laughs> verify that from, from today's experience. Oh. Do you Just find look... yourself sort of competing as a share as a shared parent thing with the dog, where you're, you know what I mean, like he comes to you for, for a weekend and you try and show him more love than the other parent, or do you just not give a shit? Yeah, well, we were having a conversation last night about this, actually, on, on uh, the popular social media platform Parlay. whatsapp oh whatsapp yeah yeah, yeah do you know it mm-hmm. sure uh yeah because i i <laughs> I've, i keep ordering like these dog chews and treats from like this this place that does this is incredibly dull i'm sorry if you don't have a dog but um you'd be quite interested in it tom probably mm. as a dog owner i am but, yeah just like all that all good like natural chews apparently and like but it's all like parts of animals that you know like give him a cow's ear with the hair on it and all that sort of oh, stuff yeah which is, Really good for them, apparently, you know. It's like a natural wormer and all of that. And I gave him, last night, I've ordered a new thing to try, and it is a deer's leg. Oh, my. Like a de- I'm going to send you a picture on the WhatsApp. Don't say, the, Helen's a vegan. You'll, you'll make her well, physically I mean, sick. So is, my, so is my sister, and, you know, mm. she. this is just like... Dogs need meat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's all part it's of the a sort of toss up, isn't it? Do you it's love the It's the great dog, circle of you... life. But also, actually, I feel strangely yeah. a lot less weird about things like cow's ears and deer's feet because that that animal has been killed for meat, you know? Yes. So I agree. 
it's, it's a bit like, like haggis, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. The, mm. Yeah, but but this is what I fed my dog yesterday. I'm, I'm, I, I can't tweet this out because it's so vile. Wow. Oh wow. You got oh, it's it. Loading. Oh my god. That ah! was... <laughs> his, his, his Bambi's foot. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> Did he eat the whole thing? Did he eat the toenails and everything? He he ate most of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really There's bone bits of bone left at the end. That that is a stark reminder. Which I think that was a campaign a few years ago by Hugh, Hugh Fernley Moral Thompson or whatever his name is to yeah. to make us all be more conscious and aware of this meat that we're eating belongs to an animal. Yeah. And when you see That's a foot true. like that, that is, you know... And oh, it's turning me more vegan, definitely, feeding him yeah. all this, this, this like disgusting animal parts. And how but does that arrive in the post? How is that packaged? Bubble wrap? No, just a little plastic um, uh, pocket with four deer hooves in them. <laughs> I, 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 wow. I, I'm reticent to call it a hoof because it is literally like knee down the whole leg, isn't it's it? It's a lesser shin. Yeah. Oh, God. God. So because I was, I was going to sort of rant on about when we we once gave Polly years ago a, a pig's ear because you get mm. you get the dried pig's ear and you don't. Oh, realize, I've got loads of those, yeah. Yeah, well, well, you'll know all about this then as they as they masticate the pig's ear, so they begin to rehydrate it. So they yeah. they, they start with the sort of pot noodle uh. scenario. Then in the action of rehydrating it, Helen, you end up with what sort no. of starts off looking like a plasticky toy pig's ear. Very much a, a, a pig's ear, but by the time they finish chewing it, it really brings it back to life, and the blood starts to come back in like it. It's sort of defrosting process, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, that's awful. But yeah. So anyway, to sum up, um, uh, my uh, my ex, who I shared the dog with, basically said, "Yes, you clearly love the dog more because I'm not giving him that. Yeah. If, it's, <laughs> if that's good for him, I refuse to give him one of those. I think it's going to be great. Basically, you'll again, you'll know this. Mm. The bane of my life, not at the moment because we can't go outside, but mm. Taking a dog to the pub, it just gets rest- restless, you know? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I just want to, for the first, like, and I gave him this deer's leg yesterday and it kept him going for an hour. Yeah, it keeps him very happy, calm. A whole hour he'll just sit there and chew and that's great like news for Dave, been... having his Sunday yeah. pints. If, if you it's could... like an iPad for toddlers. It is, it yeah. is it's a dog iPad. It's yeah, literally, it really is. It's literally the pad of a deer. Um, <laughs> if you could, Bambi pad, if you could uh, domesticate... Any animal. Julia's Bambi pad. No. <laughs> <laughs> I this is like enjoyed... a strange word association game now, isn't it? <laughs> I always enjoy the instant no. <laughs> if, if you could domesticate any animal, like take mm. all morals away from it, and this isn't probably ever going to happen, but if you could domesticate an animal and have a pet X. Oh, it's, a, it's a really good question, that, isn't it? So from time to time, I do think I'd quite enjoy some sort of monkey. Oh, exactly what I was going to say. I'd, I'd have a big bonobo just right. walking along, holding its hand. Like, lovely stuff, lovely stuff. Yeah. And by like, domesticate, do you mean it does what you want it to do? I it- mean, it's a housemate. It's a fellow creature that lives sensibly and safely inside your house and is happy. Yeah, it's it's good for them. Yes. You know, it's it's not it's not cruel and yes. it's also safe and, you know, they're just yes. chilling like a dog. Let, let's know? try and get beyond monkey because I feel like that was the first thought. And I, I agree with you. Everyone, everyone wants a pet monkey, Dave. Yep. Can I have a collective of animals? Go on. Well, I like ants. I would, like an uh, army of yeah, ants. Yeah, ants. I'd like a colony of ants. <laughs> Can you imagine well, being on, ca- but- carried around by ants? It would just look like well, you were hovering. Well, I just hovering. think they're so smart, aren't they? Yeah, they They work together as this big, weird organism. And yeah, imagine that they could make you dinner. Yeah. They could bring your cutlery to the table. Yeah. It'd be great. You've taken it in a strange direction. I'll give you that. It, well, small direction, but I like that. I think the yeah. co- colony of ants is a genius idea. Okay. 
Um, all right, See, I, my imagination is is very from time to time, and this is one of the circumstances, quite poor, and I'm completely heavily influenced by, like, a thing I see on telly. So the monkey is pure, like, mm. Ross from Friends vibes, you know? <laughs> yes, I just yes, watch yes. and go, oh, I'll have a monkey, yeah, that'd be good. And another one I'd really, really enjoy is an owl. But again, mm. I watched a Harry Potter movie oh. last week, and I'm like, that'd be cool to have an owl, wouldn't it? Mm. Um, so, yeah, I need, I need to think a bit more outside uh, the things I've watched on television box, I think. I once <laughs> filmed with a rhesus monkey years ago, and uh, it was fucking terrifying it was really? it was pretty small and it, the the handler turns up and the guys filming this thing were like it's fine it's, it's completely domesticated it's completely safe and the guy went yeah yeah it's completely safe completely safe don't worry about it it's fine it's really nice it's really cool so what we have to do we have to do this bit where it's sitting on a table in a pub and we've just had this awkward thing and i just stare at it and it stares back at me and just about to start and literally i swear to you this handler who's standing at the back he's rolling a cigarette he went oh whoa whoa stop one second one second steps forward and goes mate don't make eye contact Cheers. He goes back, and and I was like, "Well, what happens if you just see? Uh, what 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 do you mean, just see? I'm not so I'm having to do this sort of weird stare. Accidentally make eye contact with the monkey. <laughs> the teeth come out. Poor little thing. He was he was fucking livid, and he and he um he he was sitting in a, on a pub table, and he smashed all the glasses because he got upset. It's horrible. It's awful. That's the worst story I've ever heard. That's yeah. worse than the deer's foot. The deer leg thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I think he was quite happy with his um, handler. Just, at any time, I've, I've filmed with animals quite a few times. You must have Helen as well. And it's, it is a bit weird. The handlers are always um, always very nice. But you do always feel a bit awkward that these poor things are being made to do something on camera. I don't know. I'm like, good for them, getting their minute of fame. Mm. The <laughs> Working more than me, love. Yeah. I had a story about, um, I don't know if this is true, a children's TV show where they, a kid had a hamster and then the hamster needed to die. And it was like back in the day before proper health and safety stuff. Oh, and no. the hamster wouldn't stay still. So yeah, oh, the oh. first AD just took the hamster, twisted it in half. Oh my God. Put it this, back in the cage. This has and been a the- very depressing <laughs> first episode for, you know, for the beginning of the week for people listening to their... <laughs> Oh, that's awful. That is awful. That's nice. quite sad. Yeah. I'm sure that wouldn't happen now. Isn't that good news about health and safety regulations? Great news. Thanks for health and safety. I think I'd domesticate a cow. Ooh, oh, interesting. That's oh, a, really a pig. Good a pig. One. A pig. It's a dead clever. Oh, yeah. Pigs are cleverer than dogs. Yeah. Um, I just, Start with a cow and then I, move on to a pig. I haven't eaten cow for a while now. About a year and a half, I've stopped really? eating Really? Yeah, I stopped eating beef. Um, and just as my sort of beginning, slowly to try and. Um, uh, veganize and vegetarianize, and they're just I and I. It's really weird when you don't eat something anymore. And there's a load of cows in the field near my mum where I walk, walk Polly pre-lockdown. And you'd I'd always walk past them and ignore them. And I think I ignored them partially out of guilt, like I felt yeah. awkward. And then suddenly I was looking at them. It was really weird, honestly. Sort of spiritual moment of going, I don't eat you anymore. I, I'm standing there in my leather shoes, probably probably with a latte on the go. I, I, I'll, I'll drink your juice but <laughs> I won't eat you and I really there's just they're beautiful creatures cows they're beautiful mm. yeah, yeah they're their eyes they? their big eyelashes eyes yes they're yeah. so they're, well they're so bovine obviously but they're just they're so sort of gentle they are very bovine so, famously right. famously <laughs> bovine uh, you've got uh, a pig yeah, then Dave I'd like a pig please okay. just a big pig yeah great type I think it'd just be a great like comedy duo pal you know it was an aristocratic thing wasn't it is in pg woodhouse novels pig huey but it was an aristocratic yeah. thing back in the 20s and 30s to have pet pigs so yeah. let's bring and, it and, back. And that one is one that is possible isn't it people do still have george pet pigs. clooney has a pet pig is he 
I'm sure this... Have I got a massive deja vu here? Have we talked about this before? Oh, God, we probably have. This is the problem with doing a podcast that's inane nonsense every week. I've got a whole thing planned for part two of the podcast. And yeah, 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 I've done a thing. I've even done... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, seriously. Oh, my gosh, in that case, can I get some business out of the way? Oh, this is what the whole point of the first half is. But I'm terrified that the thing we're doing in the second half, we've literally done before. But anyway, go on. <laughs> Is it a I would Christmas love Zoom it lunch? if that was true. <laughs> no, seriously, it is. Anyway, um, Helen, yeah, all the AOBs, let's get all the things out of the way before we can get on with the podcast. Okay, AOB number one. Mm. My mum works at a drama school and she listened to the episode where, Dave, you talked clearly really intelligently about your headset thing. And she right. has now contacted a university and they are working together to order a load of headsets for the drama school so all of the drama students can be in the same room together. The what? O- the Oculus, you mean? The Oculus. Really? That's great. Yeah, she said she literally, the episode ended and she was straight on the phone. So how good is that? They're going to buy a, a, a colony of Oculi. Yeah, I think so. Well, I think it might be the future beaming yeah. each, you know, beaming into audition rooms and stuff. So get ahead brilliant. of that curve. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, good news. That. My second piece of AOB yep. is about Conqueror. Oh, and, yes. Um, I've convinced myself that Tom Price is cheating. Ah, yes. I, yes. Go on. So, I actually don't know what the numbers were, but I've sped up a bit because I've been doing my couch to 5k. And I was quite near Tom Price, like not miles behind you. And I suddenly shot ahead. Yeah. Yes, I I can tell you why that is. When I spoke to a professor of distances. (laughs) (laughs) Which which professor of distances do you speak to? I'm a professor of distances at the (laughs) University of Barnsley, and there is no way it is humanly possible Tom Price added that much to his distance travelled in that amount of time. (laughs) Is that mad? So... (laughs) No, it was a professor from the University of Barnsley. So <laughs> that Matt? my case is closed. <laughs> <laughs> the well, lengths you've gone to there. I, and the best thing about it is Tom basically held his hands up straight away and was like, oh, yeah, I've got, I, thing, I can tell you thing. about this. Yeah. And you were like, nope, I'm going in and prove it. <laughs> I've got you. You're going to have all these excuses. I'm not hearing any of it. You, you ran or whatever about 30 miles. Yeah. In the space of two days. I'm not having it. I can tell you what happened. I hadn't logged on. Wow. I hadn't logged on. I hadn't logged on for 10 days and it done that thing oh. where it logs you out. So I logged on and it went brrr, and it added loads and loads of my runs because I'm running every other day, about eight or nine kilometres every other day. So that's what I'm really sorry. And I'm um, I'm sort of honoured that in order to to get me, if you like, to, to secure the um, criminal conviction, you went to an actual professor <laughs> from the and I'm just glad actually you've not undermined the professor's expertise because you didn't you weren't able to travel that amount of distances in that amount of time so no, that is no I didn't go know. I didn't go full gump I'm just approaching Exeter now though which is quite exciting nearly at Exeter and uh, Helen Monks you are you're you're still ahead of the um speed car whatever it's called yeah um you're the, the pace setting thing the pace setter jobber um you're where are you you're near South Brent at the moment near Avonwick mm, beautiful lovely, lovely beautiful part of the world uh Dave uh, I mean Lizzie is, in, is insane how far Lizzie's gone she's basically in Scotland yeah she's really taken on do you know what I realized slash discovered this week though mm. is that Lizzie this is gonna paint her in a very bad light but she's got a peloton an actual peloton oh one. my god What's so she peloton? is just you know the, the did super you, did fancy she domesticate exercise it? 
So <laughs> the super fancy exercise bike with the big screen and all the classes and all that. She does that as well, but she goes running too. So Lizzie has done this year 708 kilometres. Yeah. But then, she, to be fair, that's Lizzie doing absolutely full on. She's like on a different planet. But Dave Cribb, very impressed, mate. You, you finally got to Oxford. Lols. Yes. Lols. Absolute lols there. That's a joke about going yeah. to university at Oxford. There just it little, is. Just chuck that in there. Yes. Um, yeah, they you, finally you, let me in. Yeah, exactly. Wonderful stuff. Um, see if you can stay there a bit longer this time. <laughs> More lols. They're coming thick and fast. <laughs> um, but you've done, Dave, 568 kilometres. You you are 33%, mm. which is literally a third. You don't, I don't need a professor from that the University of Barnes. That is amazing. That is amazing. That but is amazing. Guys. You're going to have to buy a house in Scotland to live in while you wait for me and Helen to catch you up for the big finish. <laughs> yes, this is the problem, isn't it, for the big finish? But I think it's fine. We'll just we'll just wait. Who's who is bringing up the rear in our group? Oh, that um, is me. No, it's not. There's someone oh, behind you. There's someone behind me. Yeah, AC, AC, oh, yeah. Andy Campbell Andy. Smith. Andy Campbell but Smith. I, I think there's something wrong with his technology because he's only done 24 kilometres. I don't yes, know though because he did write on the group saying I ran a mile today and that's me for the next three weeks. <laughs> he, so. wasn't, he wasn't joking. <laughs> He's just taking it very, very slowly. Um, the le, le jog, Dave and I are still that is still hilarious that we call this le jog. Oh my god, le jog, uh, Monksy, do, do, oh. I had to ring no, Tom what? this week. Yeah, right. actually, Dave actually called me, and whenever Dave calls me, I'm like, oh god, it's a work thing. Oh fuck, we've got to deliver a comedy sitcom for blah. But no, this was not why <laughs> no, he called it's, me. It's all, I called Tom yeah. just to say that that. So in the top left-hand corner, those of you doing this, I know there's a few people that listen doing this as a challenge as well now, but in the top left-hand corner it says Le Jog Fit Virtual Fitness Challenge, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You see that? And me and Tom have been calling it Le Jog, like, you know, Le Run, Le, yeah. le Cycle, Le Walk, you know. <laughs> we've been doing Le Jog. We just thought it was a strange brand name. And yeah. then this week I realised, thanks to a, t- a tweet, I think, from Stuart or someone that's doing it, that that means Land's End John O'Groats. <laughs> <laughs> and I just had never, it just had never clicked with me what that oh was. Oh my gosh, I, I was reading it as Lego as well. That's how much I'd not processed it as a thing. I just thought it was Lego virtual fit. It was some kind of sponsor deal. Dave and I are oh obsessed God. with this being a brand, right? Le Jog. Yeah, we, should, Le Jog. we should get it on t shirts. Yeah, I'm off for a jog. Le Jog. If anyone listening has got the ability to help us design some some brand wear and and maybe you know get some get some merch some cabin fever merch called le jog le jog merch nuts it's for when i go le jogging oh yeah nice nice Um, (laughs) anyway uh the the final uh point of order with lizzie who's far and away ahead of us on on le jog yeah um (laughs) is that i saw on her instagram this week sometime and this really shows why she's ahead of us one of her friends had posted a story that she reposted uh, where it became clear that Lizzie had cycled about 10k to this friend's house in order to go for a run with this friend. So she's cycling to go for a run and then clearly cycling home afterwards and we just can't keep up with that, can we? No, that's not not going to happen. No No. way. No, no, but we can admire it, you know? Mm. happy good luck to her. In the same way that I'll I'll happily watch football and think I'm never going to be anywhere near as good as them. You know, I'm happy to do that with Lizzie's running. It's extraordinary. Exactly. Extraordinary. Um, okay, listen, I've got something planned for part two, but I'm pretty sure we've done it before. <laughs> I'm so excited. I've, I've just accidentally got something to bring up as well based oh. on that. So oh, let's, uh, let's 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 crack on after the after the advertorial break. Richard. 
gonna make your lives better today. If you'll subscribe to our podcast. You know, it's all about how to get the most out of your partner. And we're partners. So we know all about it. It's good. Get it wherever you want to get it when you go and get it from your podcast place. Richard and Greta. You know? You know? If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Now, Tom, when you said, I'm pretty sure we've done this before. Yeah. And also when George, Clo- Ugh, someone list- listening, will you tell us if we've talked about George Clooney having a pig? Because I'm sure. Yeah. Like, I'm sure I've called a podcast that in the past. Uh, yeah, George- no, no, one. we called um, a witch riding a pig. We, call, we had a witch we, riding a pig. What, the describe of, the best animal. The way, what, what does the UK look like? Yeah. To describe, yeah, Great Britain. Mm. Um, but this is amazing because now I just went on to our podcast titles oh, list. Oh, I love that. Honestly, that tells a story in its own right. Oh, I mean, but I cannot remember. Like, <laughs> I mean, one that I do remember, but I couldn't tell you the origin was, was Leslie Piddington. <laughs> Oh God! Do you remember Leslie Piddington? I think we have to do a cabin fever quiz. One, let's let's say this is a thing, and we'll just go through all the titles and try and remember the actual content. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I want to do at some point because some of these are Leslie Piddington. Leslie Piddington. Wasn't Leslie Piddington Monopoly? Monopoly. Yeah, it was a. Yes, it was. Was she a witch? And it was a version of Paddington Station, but then it turned out Paddington wasn't on the board or something. Leslie Piddington. (laughs) <laughs> platform 8 at leslie piddington oh my god we should do that we should totally do that um oh we've got one called lindsay russell and the pig saga when we had blue peter's lindsay russell on did oh, was yeah. there a pig incident there oh yeah god, pigs have really struck a chord with our brains oh which riding a pig which i wonder how pig? many times the word pig out to that's it <laughs> it's not great um, oh god! Can we, Lego, we'll do that at some point we'll do that at some point <laughs> cornelius and his fat neck is what <laughs> All right, so uh, having a quick look at the Twitters, um, I mean, not much has been going on on our Twitter this week. Pablo's been on, uh, wanting us to plug stuff. He does a Pablo's Vault of Horror, music, news, reviews, and the occasional interview from the wonderful world of horror on novaradio.co.uk. 
There's a plug for you, mate. There you go, there you go. Also, a lovely video of the snow. Um, enjoying the snow at the moment, which reminds me of my favourite snow story, and I don't know if I've ever told this before. Have I told you my when I when I decided to tread in snow story? I told you this? No. no. So it was a couple of years ago when we last had snow, and I was doing my breakfast show, and I got up, and it was that sort of dark, because it hadn't even begun to get daylight at like five o'clock in the morning but the sky had that kind of bruised yellowy it may have been a moonlit night but it felt very sort of atmospheric and it was after all the snow had gone but I saw one big pile of snow in the middle of the road right by the taxi and I thought in the half light I thought I just wanted right to have the feeling of snow you know the feeling of snow crunching under your foot yeah. yeah, you know that lovely feeling. Lovely, lovely feeling. It is, yeah. and I thought, gosh, this will be. The, I think it must have been February, March time that we had it. I thought I'm not going to get that again till much later in the year or whenever. So I thought I'd go and stand in the snow and just have that crunch before I went about my day. Mm. And so I walked over to this little tiny pile of snow, went to stand in it, and it was a used nappy that someone had thrown <gasps> in the road. And did it crunch? Yeah, it exploded. Shit everywhere. <laughs> it's a used nappy. So. Oh, this has been a grim episode. So, so yeah, visuals. magic, magical moment. Um, hello also to Christoph on Twitter, uh, who's been watching my homeschooling videos on Insta. Thank you, Christoph, for watching those. Uh, the real treat, he says, is that the reverse angle makes the clock look like time is going backwards, which is what it feels like when you're doing homeschooling. Let me tell you, my friend, let me tell you. Um, and also Gary's been on, says, covering Leamington FC... On this week's Cabin Fever podcast, at the base of one of the world, what? Can anyone explain what what Gary's oh, on I about? I saw that tweet and I did not understand almost anything about it. Do you think he thinks we're a different show? <laughs> <laughs> was it Gary? I thought that was Paul. No, Gary says. Oh no, his his, his name's Gary, but then his at is call me Uncle Paul on Twitter. Right. Covering Leamington FC on this week's Cabin Fever at the base of one of the world. Doesn't really make covering, a massive amount of sense. Covering Lemmings. Has he tagged the wrong person? I think he's tagged the wrong show because he's managed to put Cabin FE 837 uh, famously our Twitter address, <laughs> our Twitter phone number. Um, but he, he's, does, I mean, when have we ever had anyone on the show covering Lemington FC? I mean, to be honest, Dave, if anyone does want to drop in and do a kind of full football update, or any sport update, then we're up for that, right? Yeah, I'm just I'm looking now. So this is Call Me Uncle Paul. I see what's happened here. This is a parody account of Paul, who is one of our listeners. Right. I can't work it out, mate. I can't uh, work it out. Okay. Paul, what's going on, mate? Yeah, explain that, please. Um and then so the final thing so no, this is my deja deja vu thing. I think we might have done this before, but I'm okay. currently in charge of the PTA quiz, which we're doing on Zoom oh, next yeah. week, right? Okay. And I've come up with a round. Okay. Pretty pleased Yay! with the round. Yeah, pretty pleased with the round. It is, because uh, they've gone for a theme of TV quiz shows. So what I've done is I've got a round called Strictly Dad Dancing, when I've got a load of dads to video themselves doing iconic, recognisable dances. Right. Okay, like like uh, Gangnam Style, for example. Fine. Or La Macarena. And then I whip out the audio and I put in the audio of a famous TV quiz show and you have to guess the dance and you have to work out the quiz show. 
right? That's excellent. Thank what you. A format. Thank you. I was you quite like Richard Osman. Yeah, I am. Very, that very, is, very. I'd say convoluted, but good. Thank you. There's a lot going on there, isn't there? I'll always take convoluted, but good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So anyway, as a a consequence of doing that, as a side effect, um, I've got a load of audio of TV quiz theme tunes. Oh, great. Oh, I see quiz themes is what you've put on them. Mm. Oh, I thought you meant just like clips from a quiz show. I thought that is weird. No, no, no. The theme tune, the music, quiz music. Fine, fine. That That, makes loads more sense. It's less convoluted there. Um, So as a side, I mean, what I'm not, I don't want you to feel like, you know, you're eating the scraps from the main table of the PTA school quiz here on Cabin Fever, but you (laughs) very much are. Uh, Basically, I'm going through my audio bins. Would you like to have a rummage? Yeah, you might find some bread in there, Helen. (laughs) Go, you see? So I'm oh, going to. Oh yeah, they've actually stopped putting the bread outside. It's been a disaster. Some, anyway, you've done, some, you've done news and you didn't tell us that. You I know. I know. I'm in denial about it. I'm still going every night, looking through all of the bins, <laughs> finding no bread. I'll keep you updated. Anyway, sorry, Tom. Go on. No, no. I'm just. Yeah. I wonder if the person at Gail's Bakery uh, is a listener to Cabin Fever when they know what you've been up to and they're, no. they're cutting you off. That's miserable, isn't it? Mm. I should never have gone public. It was just that was my own <laughs> Exactly. When you've got a scam going, never tell anyone. All right, so I'm going to play you some theme tunes. You have to tell me, right, the TV show mm-hmm. that they're from. Should we start with something easy? Yep. Okay, here we go. Arthur! Yes, uh, Arthur! Helen Monk's uh, Barnsley University. We are now. I didn't know we were, but we are now. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> University Challenge. Yes. Very good. I mean, do you want to? Should we just enjoy the music? Because it is a—it's a great it's piece. Of great music. theme. Great oh, theme. Yeah. Isn't it really good? Anyway, there we are. University challenge theme tune. Okay, one nil to Helen Monks. Are we buzzering or are we yeah, waiting? Yeah, yeah, for it? yeah. But we're now yeah, buzzering. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Buzzer! Buzzer. Oh, Monks Barnsley again! Oh, what? I shouted buzzer. Pointless. Correct. That is. Pointless. 2 nil, And there's only three left, Dave. Uh, oh, this uh, is good. This is I'm good. I'm up for the math quiz. Okay, I? okay. All right. Here we go. The next one is easy. Right. Buzzer. Oh, Crib Nottingham. God, it took, took ages to get to the actual theme tune it does it? it does take a while I'll edit that out when I do the video question of sport isn't it yes it is a question of sport very good 2-1 do you know what sport theme tunes are tricky for me because I I think they're all grandstand or Wimbledon and you know I just they're all in my head the same well you know the Wimbledon theme tune is my favourite because I do a I do a bit on my radio show when I do a sports update with the Wimbledon music and I just sing the word sport and then I give one football result then I sing sport then I play a Phil Collins song <laughs> is that the whole feature? yeah 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 sport 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 Fulham drew with Tottenham sport 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 that's it okay alright so 2-1 to Helen Monks at the moment going into the last two questions here oh hang on wait there let me just make sure I've got the right one right here we go I mean, I know it. Buzz, oh, oh, buzz. Were, were you buzzing or not? Were you I talking? Talked, yeah, it's one of the old ones, isn't it? it uh, yeah, this is the problem. It's it, an it blockbuster. Oh, look at this. Very good. Yes. Blockbusters. Uh, but I know, I know the ten. theme. but It's a classic, yeah. classic thinking. But was blockbusters like... Da, da, 
Choosing letters, gonna get across the board, Bob Holness. Um, yeah. I don't think I've ever watched a episode of Blockbusters, but I know the like all the funny jokes from it. Just yeah. give me a P, which is basically the only one, isn't it? Give me a P, Bob. Also, my wife went to university with Matt Holness, famous comedy actor. Well, maybe not that famous anymore, but he certainly was. Why being harsh, harsh about Matt Holness? Anyway, and she asked him, the first question she ever asked him was, are you Bob Holness's son? And he never spoke to her again. So, <laughs> Really? Story. Yeah. Complete arsehole. Is he? No, he's not. A reasonable question. A reasonable question. But he was busy mates with Richard Iowadi, and what happened to him? Um, okay, <laughs> so we're going to... It's two all, guys. It's two all. This and is so tense. It is Here tense. The last one, right? Yeah. There's going to be an age issue here, because this, bearing in mind, this is for... Um, you know, people doing the quiz, they've all got kids who are like seven, eight, nine, ten. They're all a little bit older than you guys. They're like mid forties. Yeah. So, you know, and no one's going to blame me if you don't get it right. However, there is a big clue, very much in the lyrics. Crib was definitely first word. Too bad. Oh, I thought it was going for it then. Um, Dave got in just first, Helen. Sauce. <laughs> going for going. Hey, going for going for the weakest link. Yes, well done. <laughs> um, I would not have got that if it was an instrumental in a million years. No, it was literally. Wait, just... so what was it? Oh, we'll, we'll play it again. <laughs> Any excuse to play it again? I love playing this. Right, here we go. Here's your host, Henry Kelly. Again, a show I've never watched a single. Wait, so what was it? (laughs) (laughs) It was Um, a show. Well, Dave, you you go on. Do you want to say the answer? Because you did, to be fair. It's going for gold, Helen. Uh, I'm thrilled with my comeback there. You know, that was, I was genuinely quite tense. Oh, that was awful. Do you know this is this is a great quiz question though to finish off the mm-hmm. the the Doofa yeah. podcast. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Isn't there it? We are. That's it. Welcome. Who wrote the theme tune to Going for Gold? <gasps> Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Adams. It's kind of as mad as if Celine Dion had written it. Um, Kylie Minogue, uh, Aretha Franklin. No. Oh. Nina Simone. Do you want to play some sort of like yes or no game? Yeah. So yes. what's sorry? So what's the question Are again? They a man. Who wrote the theme tune to which song again? Going for gold. For that. For that one. How do you know this? Because you- I just googled it. Oh right. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was just googling the show because I was I couldn't tell you what happens in Going for Gold. Do you know what I mean? So I was trying to remind myself if I'd seen it. Yeah. And the Wikipedia threw up the most bad... Don't, so don't look. Okay. Should we do 10 questions? Incredible answer to who yeah. wrote the theme tune for Going for Gold. Let's do 10 questions. We've got to. Okay. Um, speed version of 20 questions. I'm can trying ask- to verify it because it sounds so mad. Um, can I just ask us a non... This isn't included within my 10 questions. Will we definitely have heard of them? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Mm. Wow, okay. All right, over to you. You go first, Helen. Are they a man? Yes. Are they a? Are they known for being a singer? 
No. Ooh. Okay. Are they known for being a politician? No. Oh, you've gone. You've gone. You've gone too far. Uh, are, are they known for being a TV presenter? No. Oh, I think are they known is really tricky because what they're very much known for is writing music, which is oh oh, oh hang on oh okay okay oh. Uh, go on. I I think I might I know it. Is it Bob Geldof? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to go. I was going, yeah, what well, man who writes music was obviously Bob Geldof. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first one that's first, to mind, first port of call. <laughs> Give me an example of somebody who writes music. Geldof. Sold. Geldof straight away. Um, is it Bob first Geldof? Answer, isn't it? Uh, it's not Bob no, it's not. Is it a man whose name is remarkably close to mine? No. Oh, no. Do you know who I'm getting out there, Dave? I think so, but... If I if I'm correct, he's a lyricist. Oh shit, he's a lyricist, isn't he? Well, someone wrote the lyrics on going for God. Tim Rice is who I meant. There, it's not Tim. <laughs> <Yeah>. Rice. <laughs> <laughs> is it so? Mm, mm, okay. Unbelievably, he's an Oscar winner. <gasps> oh. oh my God, it's not Thingy William. Oh, sorry, gone. Helen, you'll go. Is it John Williams? <laughs> it's not. Oh. But it's basically the other one. Oh, oh, Hank. oh Is Harry Han- Potter man, Hank Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Hans, what? Hank. Great Hank Zimmering. That's I really enjoyed that. <laughs> Let's call him Hank Zimmer. Hank Zimmer will do. Ha- so Hans Zimmer. Hans in- Zimmer doomed. off of you know Gladiator, Blade Runner, New One, Inception. You know all the biggies. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, The Lion King, all of the biggies. Wrote the theme tune to Going for Gold, according to the internet. Oh, God. And this it's is great. Absolutely. He, he peaked early, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, which well, he composed with Sandy McClelland in 1987. No, with Sandy McClelland. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Don't, don't bullshit me, monk. Sandy McClelland, God rest his or her soul. <laughs> I mean, they might even be dead. <laughs> but uh, they don't even have a, a clickable link on Wikipedia. So I can imagine co writing Going for Gold with Hans Zimmer's probably up there. They retired the after that. So they didn't need to. Well, yeah. Care. Well, uh, very much. Hans Zimmer says, going for gold? I'm not ashamed of it. It paid the rent. Well, they, it yeah. did, mate. But it bloody did. That is wild, though, isn't it? Hans that Zimmer wrote the theme tune for going for gold. I don't want to blow our own trumpet. What a show. What a show. <laughs> what a absolutely, you know, the the just perfect textbook cabin fevering today. You cannot get another podcast where you take the journey from deer's legs... <laughs> To Hans Zimmer. <laughs> Hank Zimmer. Via Hank, Hank Zimmer. Via Hank Zimmer. Can you please call the episode that from Deer's Legs to Hans Zimmer? That's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, AOB. Naob from me. Naob oh, I do have actual uh, bit of news, B. but it's too long. Let's not do it now. But I've, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to volunteer the vaccines. Ooh! Oh, oh, save that for next week. I want to hear yeah. about that. Let's do a good. Let's well, it'd be a... good actually because I've, all I've done so far is be accepted for it and I've not actually done it yet so by the time we meet next week oh. I'll have volunteered at the vaccines oh good luck oh wow That's great exciting. news great news yeah. right let's see how that goes eh Crib's gonna be a jabber see you next oh, week oh he's then. not jabbing anything mate I'm terrified of needles oh I'm really have you told them that so what would you do just sort of help out with clipboards and stuff? <laughs> yeah I'm just gonna just sort of wander around and make everyone feel happy I think oh very much oh, like this podcast you'd be good at that <laughs> yeah well done um, oh. 
Oh, I'm but glad yeah. this this podcast has warmed you up nicely for doing that, Dave. That's great. Exactly. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Absolute nonsense. I'm gonna honestly the mm. the sort of age range of the people getting the vaccine at the moment. Yeah. Good morning, sir and madam. How are you? Uh, quick one. Do you know who composed the theme tune to Go for Gold? <laughs> Let's talk on the walk to your jab. And also, they will love it. Uh, Dave, if you are there sort of guiding people in, you know, you've got a high-vis jacket on and you want yeah. a really good way to point people in the right direction, just use a deer's leg. Really? <laughs> that way! That way! Really keep them on their toes. All right, thanks for coming, everyone. See you next Bye week. Bye. Bye! Cabin FE 8370 I'm a professor of distances at the University of Barnsley and there is no way it is humanly possible Tom Price added that much to his distance travelled in that amount of time. GreatBigOwl.com 